And one night I was having sort of a discussion slash debate with one of these friends, and we got into it pretty good. And then I really felt like I had the winner in this debate. This point I was going to make, I thought, was just going to be the best, and it would it would end the debate. And so I said it. And uh, sure enough, my friend kind of stopped talking. And he said, Art, I hear what you're saying, and that's a really good point, but it's not in the Bible. Mm. The words that came out of my mouth right after he said that, they just came out. I didn't even have to think about it. I said, it must be in the Bible because I know it's true. And then my friend rubbed his chin some more. (laughs) Even after I said that, something about it didn't sound quite right. But my friend rubbed his chin some more and he said, Art, I really don't know if you're a Christian. I love hearing testimonies when someone can point to a date and say, on that day, I changed forever. I gave my life to Jesus. He became my Lord and Savior. And there was just a tremendous difference before and after, kind of like Paul on the road to Damascus. But when I look at my life, I don't really have a date like that. I grew up in the church as far back as I can remember. I've believed in Jesus as my Lord and Savior. My mother was a Sunday school teacher. I went to church every Sunday. I sang in the choir. I went to youth retreats. And my life was always a Christian life. And I uh, believed in Jesus. And so when I look at my life, I can't look back to a particular day and say, there was a tremendous change before and after. But I can look back to various times in my life when there was uh, a time when I something happened or something caused me to make a decision to follow Jesus with more of my life. Mm. Instead of it being a dramatic change on a particular day for me, it was more, it's more like I took steps. And it's been a progression over my life in terms of my following Jesus and him becoming more and more Lord of my life. And so I'll share with you a a couple of examples of that. Uh, Something that I remember uh, happening in college, I think I was a sophomore, and I had joined the Christian Fellowship on campus. I had a number of friends who were uh, more mature in the Lord than I, I was, And one night I was having sort of a discussion slash debate with one of these friends, and we got into it pretty good. And he was making his points, and I was making my points, and we were going back and forth. And then I really felt like I had the winner in this debate. This point I was going to make, I thought, was just going to be the best, and it it would end the debate. And so I said it. And uh, sure enough, my friend kind of stopped talking, kind of leaned back, kind of did this with his chin. Of course, I thought it was over. I had won. And he said, Art, I hear what you're saying, and that's a really good point, but it's not in the Bible. Mm. And so the words that came out of my mouth right after he said that, they just came out. I didn't even have to think about it. I said, It must be in the Bible because I know it's true. And then my friend rubbed his chin some more. (laughs) Even after I said that, something about it didn't sound quite right. Mm. But my friend rubbed his chin some more and he said, Art, I really don't know if you're a Christian. Wow. 
And that really hit me. It says in Proverbs, wounds from a friend can be trusted. And so I thought and thought, and then something inside me was also just confirming. There was something that wasn't quite right, wasn't quite the way it should be. So I got a yellow legal pad, and for the next couple of months, I read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and then I went back to the wisdom books in the Old Testament, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Songs, Song of Solomon, and I read those books and I took notes. I actually chose to read them in a paraphrased Bible, the Living Bible, just so I could make sure that I was seeing them in a new light. And lo and behold, I found a number of other things that I knew were true that weren't in the Bible. (laughs) And so it became clear to me that I'd been treating the Bible as advisory, but not authoritative. Yeah. Do you remember some of those things at all Like that, that you thought was like, oh, this is very true? I don't remember, you know, in detail. This was a long time ago. <laughs> but And I don't even remember what we were discussing and debating that night, the particular yeah. point. But I do remember this, that I felt that Jesus was asking me, would you make the Bible more than advisory? Mm. Would you make it authoritative? Two words that begin with A, but there's a big difference between those two words. And so I made the Bible authoritative in my life, and that was a step for me. I can look back and say that's when things changed, and my walk with the Lord became deeper. Uh, I, I started to read the Bible more. I started to study the Bible, and the Bible took on a new role in my life. And so that was one of the steps that happened in my life. Uh, I think another one that was also very important was when um, this church started. At that time, I was going to another church just at night because I was a programmer and worked a lot at night. And so I uh, was not really involved that much in the church. The night service was kind of simpler to go to. Message was very good, and I really appreciated the messages. But I wasn't really doing anything with the church. And so the church I go to now started, and I went to one of the meetings. They were just meeting in people's homes, and they needed a worship leader. Mm. And so, I don't know, I just felt prompted to become, uh, offer my uh, self as the worship leader. Then that became started a season where God started to show me how he could use my gifts in a new way in service and blessing other people. I became the worship leader of this new church and uh, was the worship leader every Sunday for a number of years. And my relationship grew through that because now I, it was a new dimension to my Christian walk. I was, I was serving mm-hmm. in the church and in a new way. And then Pastor Greg, the current pastor of our church, uh, came to our church. He was um, uh, came as the youth pastor slash associate pastor. And so for a while, I looked at his life and I said, you know, there's someone living their Christian life in a way that I'm not. To me, that was a new dimension, a new level. And so I thought, I'm just going to maybe start to get to know him. And, and so, what do, and what I, were, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but what were some of the things that you were seeing in him that attracted you or that you were like, man, like, I'm not seeing that in myself? Well, he had an intensity about his walk, the way he talked about Jesus and the way he applied it and what he was doing. I could just see here was a depth in his life that 
was attractive to me. Mm. I was really impressed with the way he applied uh, what he believed to his call and to his ministry. There was just something about him that I thought to myself, I could learn from him, and I would like some of these qualities in my own life. So I started by taking him out to lunch every week. You can always do that. Almost no one will refuse that. That's right. And pretty soon, he he got interested in my life. He started asking me to teach Sunday school, which I'd never done. And he uh, asked me to go on a missions trip. I'd never been on a missions trip. Leaders uh, sometimes in the church uh, can see potential in people, and he saw potential in me. And so he went about sort of cultivating that potential under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And so for the period of about the next three or four years, I can point to that as saying that was a time of mentoring Mm. for me when he spoke things into my life and provided opportunities for my life that I wouldn't have embraced or walked in otherwise. Mm. And it came from just the Holy Spirit putting something in my heart. You can learn from this person. You can grow, uh, get to know this person. And so... It was uh, a wonderful time. At one point, about three or four years after this, he asked me to go to India with him. I went to India. That was, again, another uh, jump in my life. So at this period, even though it was spaced over a period of three or four years, this mentoring relationship made an enormous difference in my life, opened up whole new avenues of serving for the Lord that I didn't anticipate or even understand at the time. And so when I look back, on my Christian life and my testimony, always looking back and seeing that I believed in Jesus as Lord, I believe that it was then a question for me of growing in that, mm. growing into in the, the fullness of what that meant. And uh, it's interesting that the way that happened for me was through relationships. Yeah. And so uh, whenever I had relationships with other people. People needed me. I could I could serve them, joining this new church and forming relationships and getting involved with worship and so forth, forming a relationship with Pastor Greg, and then having him pour into me and learning new things. It typically always happened in the context of some kind of relationship, mm. uh, is how God got a handle on my life to take me Uh, deeper and to make me more into the image of his son, Jesus. How has Jesus impacted your life, if you could put it in a nutshell? Well, you never know what's ahead. Uh, You never know what it will be like when there's a a change. Uh, So you have to trust. Um, I think that's where the relationship with Jesus comes in. Am I going to spend more of my time doing this? Am I going to uh, give up some of my ideas and, 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 and receive what the Lord is telling me? Am I going to step out and obey and do these things? You never know. Mm. But with God, you can always trust that whatever it is, it's going to be good. Yeah. And so uh, I can't really tell anybody that it's all laid out for you. It's not like getting a new mortgage when you see all the paperwork and you know what the rate's going to be and you know what the, all the details are. It's more like something stirs in your heart and you have to 
you have to make a decision right. without knowing <laughs> all the details. But with God, because he's your father, because you know so many other people that it worked with the same way, I would say it's pretty much a sure bet. Yeah. All right, for anybody who's listening to your testimony, actually, we've had a lot of people who have felt discouraged by hearing other people's testimonies and their encounters and 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 they've seen and experienced all of these things or they've defeated drug addiction and all of these things, right? And obviously you have a very special testimony where you grew up in the church. Um, but what can you say to people who are listening to your testimony, who are listening to other testimonies and sometimes feel discouraged because they also grew up in the church? What can you say to them? Well, I would say that everybody is different. Sometimes it's good to compare yourself with other examples in the faith. Sometimes it's not, if that causes you to think that you're lacking in some way. Mm. It does take a while to understand that sometimes. There may have been times in my life when I felt, gosh, why didn't this happen this way or something like that? Yeah. But I can tell you that the more you live your life, the less and less you feel that way mm. because God is so good. And so I think there's something in front of us at any time in our life where we can go deeper and God can use us more as long as we're on this earth. And so I would just say, don't be discouraged. Be careful how you compare. Sometimes it's good, but sometimes it's not. Yeah. Lastly, are any, any last words for anybody who's watching your testimony right now? If God is moving the same way in your life as he moved in mine, there are going to be relationships that come into your life. And if, if it's like me, there are a number of times when I wanted to run. I had enough of this. Uh, it gets too close to home and so forth. But just keep those relationships. Uh, stick it through because uh, even though there are times when you want to run and you want to say something or you want to burn a bridge or something, if you can just hold on, uh, it's usually only a few days when it becomes so much clearer and things resolve. <laughs> but relationships can be hard sometimes. But uh, trust, trust God and trust the relationship. Amen. Thank you, Art.